This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another fantastic episode. And my name is Adam Homie. I am your host. I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Betty Brink, who is the author of The Main Meal, The New Perspective on Weight Loss. She has done a lot of stuff as an expert on the mental and emotional aspects of dieting and body image, which is something that is very important to a lot of people that we know, which is one of the reasons we are very excited about. Betty blogs a lot about the things that make up the main meal of her life. We are going to discuss this main meal thing. And when you visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and check out Betty's episode, you will see her full biography, links to some of her websites, and the thing that we're going to introduce to you at the very end. So with all that, Betty, welcome aboard. Thanks, Adam. It's an honor to be here. All right. So the first couple questions are basically you telling us a bit about yourself and your business in your own words. So the first question is, how does the work do you do? Make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large. Well, my work, Adam, is all about building a community based on acceptance. So I help people find self-esteem by accepting themselves right where they are as the starting point. And then we tap into joy and build the life we want for ourselves. That's great. So just so that we're clear, and I like the guests to explain this rather than me do it, what is it that you do? I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach, and I specialize in weight management, focusing on untangling our self-esteem from our body image. So the lifestyle change that they all say is necessary for permanent weight loss, I believe, begins in our heads and our hearts. After that, the food and exercise will follow. But the change needs to start mentally and emotionally, and that's where I go in coaching. Right. I I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I've seen people try all these crash and fad diets. You know, I was around for the Atkins diet. Uh, People did this no carb thing. And I know somebody personally who got driven so mad by it that they literally ran to the store, bought three loaves of bread, brought them home and just gorged them because they couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's not sustainable. 
it's not sustainable and an absolute abstinence from something and thinking about it happening for the rest of your life is not achievable. That's asking perfection no. forever and ever. Amen. And we can't do it. We need no. reasonable, joyful steps toward our goals. Well, this will be a good uh, jumping point for our next question, which is what are three of the frequently asked questions you get from folks who are going through their process of deciding to work with you? They want to know how much weight I've lost. They want uh -huh. to know how much how much weight my clients have lost. And how can anybody lose a weight if I don't hand out a diet and exercise plan? That's what they want to know. So that's interesting. So you actually don't offer a diet and exercise plan? No, I don't. You, I, I encourage each person who works with me to pick their own because one plan does not fit everyone. So if you want to go paleo, if you want to go keto, if you want to go well-balanced, you know, um, insulin protective diet, whatever yeah. works for you is what's going to work for you. I'm not going to tell you how to do the diet and exercise. I'm not a nutritionist and I'm not a, a, a fitness coach. Right. I'm here to coach you into being aware of your choices to make them consciously and make the choices that feel good. Yeah. And you know, that, as I've been saying for so long, that answer is not the same for everybody. And different people really have different goals about, I, I'm, I remember there's this uh, video I saw once. It was from 1981. It was Hugh Downs interviewing Jackie Gleason. Mm. And the topic came up uh, that Jackie Gleason had had, uh, I think it was a triple bypass or something. And he's telling the story about it while he's holding a glass of scotch and smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in response to the obvious question, he said, look, look, if they fixed me, they fixed me. So I'm going to go on smoking. I'm going to go on drinking. I know it's a terrible habit, but they fixed me. Yeah. Now, that, hey, that's a health decision. You can think that that's crazy or what have you, but his view was is his heart was messed up. They did some surgery. They put it back together again. Why should he suffer? It's up yeah. to him, really. And, and we each have to make the choices that make the most sense for our bodies, for our psyche, for our lifestyle, for whatever we're doing. We can't fit ourselves into a box that just doesn't work for us. Yeah. My, grand, my grand grandfather, God rest his soul, he died at age 72 of colon cancer, which uh, ran in his part of the family. Every photograph that I've ever seen of him shows him holding a cigar. It's probably where mm. I get it from. Uh, he... Uh, and he smoked those cigars till the day he died. In fact, there, were, there, there was one smoldering next to him in the bed when they found him. Wow. His view on it was, is, look, they told me I'm dying. I'm not going to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how he put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, there's a lot of sense to that, you know? Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen is happening. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> right. Right. So there are, and the reason I bring these these somewhat outlier examples up is just to illustrate that that a person's choices are their own personal choices and it leads to one of my thoughts for you is that some of the shame and some of the difficulties with acceptance come from all the nagging and if you make a choice you're going to go a certain way whether you adopt a vegan lifestyle a paleo keto or whatever it is you're going to have somebody coming in saying oh don't do that you're stupid and whoever told you that doesn't know what they're talking about. That's the worst thing you could ever do. And, and the sad part of that is that we hear those things and then we start saying them to ourselves. So I yeah. work on turning our self-talk around because we can't control what other people are going to say to us. But we can 
control what we say to ourselves and we can become more accepting of ourselves and say, Hey, that's a choice I made. Might not make it the next time, but I made it. I'm happy with it. I'll go forward and make the next choice now. Exactly. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? I wish they'd ask how my life has changed. I wish they would ask, how did I learn to like myself? And I wish they would ask, how happy can I get? Oh, that's, I like that. Let's switch gears a little bit and let's have some fun. Okay. Betty, what is something about you that people who know you would be surprised to learn about you? Um, well, I'll preface this with saying that the people who really know me aren't surprised by anything. Um, <laughs> but but um, I once sang with the Colorado Symphony Orchestra as part of a choir that was invited to sing at the Martin Luther King Jr. Award Ceremony. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. (laughs) And what do you hope people will say about you when you're not around to hear it? She was a lot of fun. She laughed a lot. (laughs) Well, present tense, uh, because you're saying it now. You're just not right there to hear it right now. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. She laughs a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I was at first asked this question about what do you want your headstone to read? And that's why I put it in the past tense. I was thinking Uh about that, because the first time I heard that question, they said, what do you want your epitaph to be? But yeah. Uh huh. Well, my my headstone's gonna have a cat sitting on it. Um, ah, okay. <laughs> Alessandra, Alessandra really wants to say hello. Well, she's now saying goodbye. Okay. She's one of our office supervisors. She's usually sitting right here. Sometimes she sits still. Sometimes she's trying to get on the keyboard and press the one key that'll do the maximum to mess everything up. Cats are like damage. that. Yeah. They yeah. Are. <laughs> Yep. So if you go back in time and change something you've done or something you've experienced, what would it be and why? I would have honored myself as a female much earlier than I did. I spent years trying to prove myself that I could compete in a man's world. And I didn't recognize the personal power I had all along as a woman. There's reasons why we have men and why we have women. I don't believe that one is superior, inferior to the other. I believe it's part of a composite whole. Now, there's this thing where supposedly, um, I can't remember if it's the males or the females, because I normally don't do this myself, that the one can bend over and lift a chair and the other one can't or something like that. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and, that, and that has, I mean, it's been tested. It's a valid thing. It just has to do with physiology and what our bodies are designed to do. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't get that for a lot of the years of my life because my culture in every aspect valued men over women. And so it took me a long time to learn that lesson and I'm eternally grateful. I mean, it, it came, the lesson came at the bottom of a crash, you know, in a mental and emotional crash. And sometimes that's where we learn our best stuff, but I'm really, really glad to have come out the other side of it with much more balance. And, and I, and I don't value one over the other. I finally value my femininity. And that's, that's what I would have done earlier. The breakthrough usually comes right after the breakdown. There we go. I have over the course of my business life had a few, I mean, epic breakdowns. (laughs) And even while I felt like I was going through hell and trying to remind myself of Winston Churchill's words, if you're going through hell, keep going. There was a piece of me that was thinking, Oh, this is cool. Something's great about to happen. I can't see it right now because I want to punch a hole in the wall, but something that's going to be really great that's about to happen to me. I just can't see it, but since I'm here now, I'm only about this far away. Yeah. So I'm going to keep going through hell quickly. Something inside of us knows that we're going to be better on the other side of it. It doesn't feel like it. We can't feel it in the moment. 
and we can't see it, but some part of us knows we're going to be better when we come out the other side. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet, and what questions would you ask them? Um, I'd like to meet James Taylor, and I'd just like to hang out and play music with him. Oh. <laughs> his music, my music, anybody else's music, I just, I love his voice, I love his guitar style, and I would love, I would just love to hang out and play music. Yeah, shower the people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I almost <laughs> quoted that in this answer. Hang out yeah. with James Taylor and shower the people you love with love. You know? Well, you didn't. Well, you didn't. So I stepped in to bail you out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> now, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? And I know we already halfway touched on that, but take it wherever you want to go. For me, it's the little things and the little things I haven't done yet. When I was at the bottom of that crash. And making up my mind whether to keep going or not, it's like there was a movie marquee and it's like, oh, there's movies being made that I haven't seen yet. There are books being read, written that I haven't read yet. There are people that might come into my life that I haven't met yet. And so, right. so for me, it's the little things that keep me going. It's not, could I do great work in the world or is there, are there wonderful things happening in the world? It's like, no, there's somebody that I, that I need to have a conversation with I haven't had yet. And that's what keeps me going. Wow. That's, that's probably one of the most unique answers that we've had to that question so far. And we've interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens of inspired minds such as yourself. Now, finally, and I know you have an invitation for our listeners, and I will share that with them. Okay. In general, right now, what is one action you want our listeners to take as soon as they finish streaming this episode? Do something you love and get fully engaged in it. Feel it, breathe it, memorize it, keep the feeling with you. If that's take a bubble bath, if it's read a book, if it's walk outside and feel the sun on your face, do something you love right now and get fully engaged in it. All right. So uh, before I share that invitation, there's actually one thing I do want to come back to is your branding includes the phrase, the main meal. What do you mean by that? The original thought I had in my head when I was going to write that book is if you think it's about the food, you miss the main meal. Uh -huh. So at that time in my life, I could talk about food 24 seven. I was either on a diet or I was going to diet. I was quitting a diet. This food's good. That food's bad. I talked about food, food, uh -huh. food. And I finally realized that there's more to life than that. There has to be more to life than that. There have to be friendships I could make. There have to be trips I could take. There have to be other thoughts in my head and aspects of my life that are as important or more important than what I'm choosing to eat every day. And so the main meal for me is the friendships, the family, the experiences, the adventures. For me, the main meal is finding joy and living a joyful life. And that's my main meal. Okay, so basically it's a philosophical thing in looking at how we do our focus. For all, for all I knew, it was, uh, it was the idea that you have one main meal a day. I, know, I, I knew somebody, God rest his soul, he passed a long time ago, but I got to watch his journeys. He lost 100 pounds, and the way he did it is he had one large meal at 1.30 in the afternoon, every day. Uh, he, he, he owned a business, and he left his business for 90 minutes. He went to his favorite restaurant. And he went nuts with that one meal every day. And that's all he mm -hmm. ate. Mm -hmm. And he lost 100 pounds that way. And in his case, although there are those who say don't do that, it worked out quite well for him. He didn't have any adverse effects at all. In fact, it was all positives for him. Uh, he just could not see himself 
going on some kind of restrictive diet. But when he thought about it, he realized all he really cared about was lunch. There you go. Whatever <laughs> so, works. So, you know, and there people... and he, he put enough in that lunch that it would carry him till the next day. That's how he did it. That's amazing. And, yeah. and, you know, there are people that think my book is a cookbook. They've asked me, how's your cookbook selling? And, and, uh-huh. and, and it's okay. It really is a self-help book. It's really more a self-help book than it is a diet book. And my second book that it will be out hopefully this fall or at the very least by the first of the year is if you think it's about the food, you miss the main meal. And so yeah. I take a deeper dive into all the topics that I touched on in the first book. And I'm going right. deep on each one of them. And I'm, Ooh, I, I, got, I got two chapters and an introduction left to write. And I really hope to finish writing by the end of this summer. I love it. I love it. So let me share that invitation with our audience. If you're watching this on our website right now, you can now see it on the video at the bottom. It's also in the show notes on our post at www.brewingsplusfashion.com. If you are out jogging, I will say it out loud for you one time, one time. So make sure to subscribe and replay. It's www.themainmealwms. So WMS, I believe, stands for Weight Management System or something along those weight lines. Weight Management Support. Yeah, Weight Management Support. I was close. Support. Weight Management you Support. Were. So, yeah. So, the domain, once again, is www.themainmealwms.com forward slash virtual hyphen WMS hyphen tolls. That's why you should come to our website. You can just scroll down and click a link. And what you're going to find there. And this is pretty exciting, actually. I'm going to have to check it out for myself. Is this is going to be a practical guide to creating positive self-talk when it comes to your dietary habits, your lifestyle habits. So if you want to feel confident that you can reach and maintain your weight goal, if you like practical tools to keep you motivated on your journey to the perfect weight, if you want to stop the self-sabotage and relax into a balanced lifestyle, Visit that webpage and get your virtual tools and resources. And with that, Betty, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you, Adam. It's been a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate the invitation. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Thank you.